0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at BYTE.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE. What does it mean to be black in America? An NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as black experiences, you'll hear it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcast.
1: Uh, I left to go get my dog. I come back and my phone is on and she's talking to somebody, a ghost.
0: That's crazy.
2: So what do you do next? Uh, nothing. <laughs> she- what do you do in this situation, Angela. <laughs>
0: another fanatics podcast episode
2: <laughs> oh David you'd get along with my kids so well I am Claire Kramer along with my lovely co-host David magadoff
0: and you are listening to another fantastic wonderful fanatics podcast episode today
2: do you uh do you want to hear my knock knock joke
0: oh please
2: uh, it's not a knock knock joke sorry it's just a joke joke <laughs> that's even better <laughs> uh what is a mummy's favorite type of music
0: a mummy's Favorite? What is a mummy's favorite type of music, Claire?
2: I'm asking you, David. It's rap music. Got it?
0: Hey! <gasps>
2: da Because <da, da. laughs>
0: they love Jay Z. I get it.
2: They do. They do. Well, our guest today is someone I'm very excited to talk to for a lot of reasons. She's got an amazing career. She was in, of course, Alvin and the Chipmunks. She's been on Mad TV. She's a hilarious stand-up comedian, famous not only in the early YouTube days, but now she tours all over the country doing stand-up. It's Angela Johnson. You've known her a long time, right? Like, you've known Angela forever. I've known her forever. a
0: long time. And she, it was such a pleasure. You know, it's, there's something very exciting when you know somebody. Well, something very exciting when somebody sends you a YouTube video of this really funny person you should watch. And you're like, I know that person. And that's what it was for me. She had this amazing set. If you guys remember, seriously, it was one of those comedy videos eons ago. It feels like eons ago. It was probably just in 2000.
2: I it was like know, yesterday it, up. it
0: feels like yesterday 2008 <laughs> maybe it's
2: an hour ago and
0: uh it was she just did this amazing set about her in a nail salon and it was just went viral and it was hilarious and amazing and everyone was like who's this girl and she got on mad tv and it just sort of her career took off from there and now she's one of the greatest stand-ups uh, currently around and so it's just a joy a joy to see someone you know succeed you know so, what
2: i'm fanatical about
0: what Claire? funny
2: women like angela well, like i love i've I love it. That's another episode, though. So what is Angela going to talk to you about, you may be asking yourselves? David, tell us.
0: Ghost stories. Ghost stories. So get yourself a blanket. Get yourself a friend to hold their hand because you'll be a little scared. So here we go.
2: I am very excited about today's episode because I have personally well actually why don't you explain what you're fanatical about first let's start there i am fanatical about ghost stories <sighs> david that- what do you have to say about that
0: <laughs> i went to sleepaway camp growing up and i remember i as soon as you said that i immediately thought of my camp counselor outside of my window and i think i peed in i think i peed in my bed a little bit because he went boo and it's just <laughs> like totally cuz we were he had just told us a giant scary story right before that so I'm a little, I'm ready for this. Okay. I'm okay. okay. I'm not, you know, I have my underwear on.
2: As as a novice to the field, what is a ghost story? How do you define a ghost story?
0: Ooh. Uh,
1: I define a ghost story of somebody telling me as where there was some kind of haunting, there was a ghost, whatever, and whether it happened to them or if it happened to their dad, whoever it happened to. As long as they are telling me the story, giving me real good details, that's that's the ghost story that I like.
0: I guess what would you define as a ghost? Spirits, right? demons, like, mm.
1: like any kind of those stories, like a demonic, like Joe Koi has a really great haunted story of an Airbnb that he stayed in when he was in Hawaii. And that is full of things falling, noises in the night, demonic possession, like it has all the great things that you would want in like a scary movie, has it in this story. So if you tell me a story that includes one of those things, I'll accept it. I will accept that ghost story. I just really like, if somebody's like, well, one time I woke up in the middle of the night and there was this man staring at me and I Linked to my eyes and he went away like that's good enough for me i'm like shut up then i have all kinds of follow-up stories like do you recognize him was it a family
2: member of yours like i have a lot of follow-up questions to that do you have a physical reaction when you when you get engaged like that because i just had one i just literally had tingles like up and down my body yeah i don't know anything about ghost stories yet oh yeah my
0: legs are crossed my arms are crossed i'm very
1: (laughs) i get like the back of my neck tingles i get like arm tingles If it feels like heavy, like a heavy, dark, like demonic story and like my chest starts feeling heavy, then I'm like, you know, I don't need to know the rest. Actually, we'll just (laughs) I'm good. You know, we'll we'll save that one for somebody else. Well,
0: how how did you get into it? Did you get into it because of the tingles or like what was the first time you think you recognized if you could go back in time? I was a young,
1: young kid, very young. And we would go visit my grandmother in Reno, Nevada. And when I think already of like scary. being, that's what I'm saying, in the 80s where like smoking's loud indoors <laughs> everywhere and it's just, everywhere. Like, it's, it's already creepy, you know, <laughs> like we would go visit her and in her house we would watch in the living room movies and it was like 80s so you would go pull out the drawer and there's all kinds of VHS tapes and you go and you pick your movie that you want to watch every night. I would pick a scary movie. And everybody would go to sleep like we're going to bed. Everybody's turning in for the night. And I would be the last one to stay up. And I would watch The Blob, Night of the Living Dead, like some good 80s scary movies by myself. And I loved getting scared. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, I'm very into it. Right. And then once the movie was off, it was that scary moment of having to get up and turn the TV off. Now there's no sound. Right. So now you can hear house noises. Now, you can hear creepy things, right? And then you have to turn the light out, right? And now it's dark. And now you have to walk down the hallway to the bedroom. Everybody knows that hallways <laughs> become demonic after the sun goes down. Like, anything goes in dark hallways. Like, everybody knows that. But then after you just watch the scary movie and you invited it there, then for sure there's definitely going to be something in that hallway. So then I would Wait. have to...
2: <laughs> yes! There's so many things about inviting something into the hallway and the hallways are scary and demonic. I didn't know any of this.
1: I mean, it's, it's not like 100 for sure. That's going to happen, but it's just your childhood thought, like your childhood thought is like, once the lights go out, there's a monster under my bed. Like it's that kind of thing. Like once I'm by myself in the dark, walking through the hallway, demons going to get me. That's probably what's about to happen. Like it's that kind of like feeling. And then you would have to make it to your bedroom and go to bed and like get in the covers like that's your protection is like covers like you can't get me like power covers you know what i mean
0: Claire you never fe- you never felt that feeling that like aftershock cuz i i'm uh, angela you're walking through every feeling i ever had even as an adult after a scary movie so did you ever get that on you claire just that like the the icky goo that is after every scary movie that stays on you for at least until you go to bed
2: no <laughs> You know what? God bless you. I've always wanted to be like, have a ghost story of my own. I've always Mm. wanted to have like a personal experience, you know? So I'm curious. You, I, you've said, you know, obviously you got into this through scary movies and you love hearing other people's stories, but what have, did you have one like defining moment that that was like a marker where you were like, okay, yeah, now I believe this is Um, real versus this is cinematic.
1: Not necessarily in childhood, like there wasn't like a big event that happened that I was like, oh, my God, no, there's for sure ghosts. I do remember like little things like one time being at my aunt's house and playing Nintendo and sitting on the chair very close to the TV. But the way the sun was coming in, you could see the glare on the TV of everything behind me, like the kitchen, the couch and everything behind me. And I could see a guy sitting on the couch behind me. But I was home alone at my aunt's house. There was nobody there. So Things Like that happened, but nothing really like, and then it followed me and woke me up every night, and I felt like it was sitting on my chest like nothing like that. Sleep paralysis, yes, I've definitely experienced sleep paralysis. But
0: what is that? What is what do you what is like, you're you can't move,
1: you don't know about sleep paralysis? That's
0: why we have you, that's why we're having you on you here, ain't.
1: okay? <laughs> sleep paralysis is like if you've ever been asleep and you're half awake half asleep. Like it's kind of that like weird phase. Like the twilight phase. And you can't move. It's like you're trying to talk, but you can't talk. You can't move, but you're awake enough to know that you can't move. And then you finally like break out of it and you can move and then your heart is racing. They call that sleep paralysis. And some people see like a ghost hovering over them or a demon or like whatever. They see like, you're, you're asleep, but you can kind of see somebody standing in the corner of your room. And so you like want to move or open your eyes to be like, who is that? But you can't move. And then you snap out of it and wake up. Yeah, I've had that
2: many times.
0: I I, 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 I kind of want to end this podcast. <laughs> <It's
2: so scary. laughs> I'm super into it. I want to know it's more. It's hard to cause...
0: celebrate this when it's like so scary. I, At the but same it's time, not scary. I do it's love cool. scary movies. It's like it's like I'm draw- I'm drawing closer into this.
2: I'm I, um, getting high. I mean, I think yes, it's like really. <laughs> is, is part of the appeal to you that there, you know, science can't explain this?
1: Um, is that part
2: of the attraction? I don't know. I kind of wish
1: science could explain it because I don't love like unexplained things. Like, I, I want the answer. I want justice. I want, you know what I mean? Like, give me this black and white. This is how you do it. This is how you don't. This is right. This is wrong. Like, so I always. Like I I want to be able to like explain it and I can't really explain it, but I I don't know what it is that keeps bringing me back. Like I like to get scared, but not like I don't want to firsthand experience a ghost because that's like too scary. But I want to get close enough to where like my friend is telling me like a real good one. Then I'm like, ooh, that's good to where I'm like scared, but
2: like not really firsthand scared. I like secondhand scared. You like secondhand scared. <laughs> yeah. I like the cliff notes of the scary. <laughs> I'm
0: getting secondhand scared just hearing you. I'm getting thirdhand scared right now. From just the stories of. Do you? But do you, would you say you believe in ghosts then?
1: For sure. For sure. I'm still figuring out like what's the difference between a ghost, a spirit, uh, an entity, yeah. a poltergeist, a demon, like.
2: What is the difference between all... I, I'm still learning myself, but I believe... Well, what what is a ghost? Is the ghost someone who lived and they're dead? Is the ghost like... What mm. is it? I know that probably, you know, Merriam-Webster has a definition, right. but what is <laughs> in your field study, because they're not out there yes. in the trenches like you are, what is the definition of a ghost?
1: I don't want to get this wrong. So if there are any like ghost hunters out there, please forgive me from what I have... Watched and learned, I feel like a ghost is a person who died and has not crossed over and is still here and is either still here because they need some answers or because they're lost or I don't know why, but I feel like a ghost is someone who died and has not crossed over. Mm. Send send me a DM if
2: I'm wrong. (laughs) No, I mean... Okay, so what causes a person to cross over then? I don't know. I mean, or what is crossing over? So I, I okay, feel like it's other, something to from place, to place,
0: whatever you believe. I
1: just watched what was this? A documentary of, I think, oh no, it's Unsolved Mysteries. Speaking of things not Thank you, solved, bringing back things that we love. So, Unsolved Mysteries. They did an episode on their new, the new season that just came out. Loved all, growing up, that was my favorite show. Unsolved Mysteries and Rescue 911 was my favorite. Um, But their new one on Netflix. They did an episode on the tsunami in Japan after the big earthquake, big tsunami, all the people that died. And so they're interviewing different people that had supernatural experiences after that. And so there is different people who would see ghosts and They were people who had died but were confused. For instance, there would be like taxi drivers, many different reports of taxi drivers who would pick up a client, drive them to the destination, and when they get there, there's nobody in the back seat. And it's like a ghost trying to go home, like trying to find home, and a lot of their homes were wiped out from the water. So they're just like lost and roaming, right? So then they were saying that the reason why they don't think the taxi drivers were lying and making it up is because they had to pay the toll. Like, they're it's not like their own business. It's they're like working for a company and they start the the timer, right? And then they get to a place and there's nobody there. Like, why are they charging? Why would you want to offer a $50 ride just so you can come up with a lie story? You know what I mean? So there is things like um, this woman kept getting like, not possessed but like spirits would like come to her body and she would like see them and it was like a young girl and her brother coming walking home from school and the wave of the tsunami is coming to get them and she let go of her brother's hand and they end up both dying but it was her she's looking for her mom and she keeps crying out for her mom and and I, I mean, the episode is great, but so then there was just like the, this woman like steps in pretending to be her mom to help the spirit cross over. And she's telling her like, I'm here, go, go cross over. You're okay. And she's like, I'm sorry. I let go of his hand. It's okay. It's okay. And like cross over, And so like, that is like a ghost who died, was confused, looking for her mom and like had unresolved things. Like I let go of my brother's hand. I have to tell my mom, I'm sorry. Where is my mom? I'm lost. And then this like woman stepping in, pretending to be the mom, just to help the spirit cross over, whether people believe that or not. And they listen to that and go, that is not, that's okay. That's whatever that is. I actually believe it. And I think that is real.
2: Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life.
0: Why do you think it resonates with you so much, though? Because clearly it affected you so much. So I don't know if you've ever thought about this or if this is the time we are, but
1: it's a good question. Why? It's a really good question. Um, but one thing that just popped in my head as you asked that is I have a fear of death, like a pretty good fear of death. Like I think about it way too often. I constantly think somebody's going to die. If my husband doesn't reply to my text message in three minutes, I've already planned out his funeral. Like You're like hitting the question mark, question mark, question. (laughs) I'm just like, then I call. I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? You didn't respond in 47 (laughs) seconds. What is going on? I have no idea, but that is interesting that I do have a fear of death, but I'm obsessed with ghost stories.
0: Well, would you say the ghost stories is a way that you can kind of explore safely maybe death and the beyond with friends and kind of out loud process and hear other people's stories so it kind of is getting you familiar with the unfamiliar
1: i told my husband that if i die before him i'm for sure coming back to haunt him like (laughs) there's no way i said if you date somebody right away like after i die you better believe when you're going to sleep at night and you're cuddling that girl and you feel this cold, dark spirit cuddle up behind you, bitch, that's me. That's me right (laughs) behind you. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is my way to explore the idea of death
2: in a safe way. Maybe you're onto something, David. But okay, let me ask you this, Angela. Have you identified or do you know what about death scares you? Is it just That Mm -hmm. you'll be gone? Is it that you don't know how you'll die? Is it the fear of like it'll happen suddenly in a car accident? The fear is it's unknown. Nobody knows what happens. Sure,
1: you can read the Bible and go to church and people will tell you like, oh, you go to heaven or hell and there's like pearly gates and there's a mansion and streets of gold. Is that true? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I lean more towards, mm, maybe not. Maybe we just disappear. I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. And that's the scary part is it's so
2: unknown. And the other thing, it's so final. Mm. That's pretty scary. Well, not if there's ghosts, right? I mean, but that's the thing. You know, if you believe in the ghosts, uh, you know, the, the let's just take the unsolved mysteries episode if you believe these stories that are told after the tsunami which i'm inclined to to kind of go along with you then why not believe that there's more than something death even though there's no proof you know what i mean i don't know it's weird
1: yeah it's weird i I think you're you're right though it's the that it's it's final is why it's scary it's unknown is why it's scary and it's an ellipsis and then just sadness like I'm scared to feel sadness. Like I don't want to feel sad, you know? And but I don't want be my dead, family. So don't well, worry about I don't want my it. family to feel <laughs> sad.
0: Yeah, but you that's don't want to lose all this, right? I, I get that. Is there a story that you love that either happened to you or like one of your favorite stories, like just some sort of I, of all the ghost stories that you've heard? Like is there maybe one that sticks out? that's
1: Joe Coy's story is my favorite story of all time, but I don't want to share his story, but I will share an incident that happened to me um, yeah, last fall on tour. This one night in Cleveland, it was the most supernatural paranormal activity that I had ever experienced in my life. And it all happened in one night. And um, everything from as soon as we walk up and we're meeting the stage manager at the door and the door shuts while we're right there. And you would think, oh, is the wind just blew it. But there is like a metal cinder block holding it open. And there's, like, no way this little baby gust of wind that barely moved my hair like that moved a metal cinder block. Like, there's no way. So it started there. And we're like, ooh, is this place haunted? And, you know, he's like, well, that's what they say. And he gave us a tour. We heard, like, noises coming from, like, this door. But there's nothing on the other side of the door. It, like, goes to a hallway. Like, so we're in the Mm -hmm. room and the door to a hallway. And you hear noises from the other side. But it's just a hallway. (laughs) So there's little things like that throughout, but the craziest part, I'm sitting in the green room. The green room is in the basement underneath the stage. It's an old Masonic temple venue. Oh, that's it already, it's
0: Masonic, so I can't even keep going.
1: (laughs) So we're in the basement, a bunch of little random creepy things happen, phones glitching, iron glitching, we can't even iron the clothes to go on sale, like all kinds of things, right? So we're in there, I'm on the computer typing, I have my phone on the little coffee table next to me. I have my dog with me and my friend is with me. And I said, oh, I need to feed my dog. Can you go grab his food on the bus, on the tour bus parked out on the street? Right? Yeah, sure. I'll go get it. So she leaves. Now it's just me and my dog in the green room in the basement. All of a sudden I look around. My dog is gone. And I'm like, where did he go? So I come out of the green room. There's the stairs that lead up to the stage. And I see him climbing up the stairs. So I was like, oh, let me get him because I want him to get eaten by no ghosts. So I grab my dog. I put him back in the green room and I shut the door. So I'm like, no, you're not going to sneak out anymore. So I shut the door. I go and I sit back down at the computer. I look at my phone. My phone is on in the middle of a conversation. You know how you see on the iPhone, the the timer starts clicking. And you Mm -hmm. can see you've been on the phone for 45 seconds. Right. It was like that it was on and in the middle of a conversation for like 45 seconds or something. Right. So I'm like, that's weird. So I pick up my phone as I'm picking up my phone. I can hear somebody talking. I can hear her talking. And I go, hello. And it's my friend who just went to the bus to get the food. She goes, hi. hut, Can you hear me? And I was like, yeah. Did you just call me? And she goes, yeah. Somebody said hello. So I started talking. Somebody oh. answered my phone. Who answered my phone? Uh, I left to go get my dog. I come back and my phone is on and she's talking to somebody, a ghost.
0: That's crazy.
2: So what do you do next?
1: Uh, nothing. She, <laughs> what do you do in this situation, Angela? <laughs> well, you freak out. No. Um, she comes back. You
0: cry, you cry a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I just yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I started planning my funeral. It's like, that's what I do. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, that was insane. So she comes back, and then my road manager comes back in, and then we're talking about it. We're like, you guys, this just happened. Like, that is for real just happened. And I'm, like, freaking out, but a little bit excited because I'm like, ooh, uh-huh. like, it wasn't scary enough to where I, I saw a demon in the corner, and now I'm, like, shivering. Like, if I saw a demon face in the corner, I'm like, we, I think we got to cancel the show, you guys. I'm not. I'm, I'm done. But this was, like, creepy enough, but it, exciting enough to where I was like, Ooh, a ghost answered my phone. Oh my gosh, right? Okay. This is the last thing that I'll say. So we do the show. I tell everybody about it in the show. Everybody's laughing and stuff. And they're like, yeah, Cleveland's pre-haunted. So it's the end. <laughs> it's the end of the night. Everyone Everyone knows that already though. <laughs> and we take showers at the venue and then we get back, back on the bus and drive away. So I had already showered. Road Manor showered. My video guy showered. Now the last person is the merchandise girl. She's the only one left to shower. We're already on the bus, ready to go. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let you go back in there by yourself to the basement of a haunted building. I'm going to come with you, right? So I go with her back to the bathrooms. She's in the shower. I'm in the bathroom part. I have my phone. I'm playing music so that we don't have to hear no creepy noises, right? So we're listening to Frank Sinatra, fly me to the moon, just like, you know, nice little music. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perf. And my husband and I share a Spotify account. And the number one question is like, why don't you just upgrade to like the family plan and you guys can have your own accounts? And we're like, no, we're cheap. So we share an account. And if I'm listening to music and he wants to listen to it, it kicks me off. Vice versa, kicks him off, right? Then one of us will text the other person and be like, hey, I'm trying to listen to music right now and be like, oh, okay. And then the other person will log off. So I'm listening to music. It keeps kicking me off. I keep pressing play, kicks me off, press play again. Finally, I call my husband and I'm like, babe, are you trying to listen to Spotify? He's like, no. I'm like, are you sure? Because it keeps kicking me off. And he was like, no, I'm not listening to music right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Hang up with him, press play again, we're listening to music, kicks me off again. At this point, I am like, next time it kicks me off, I'm gonna check to see where it's playing because it'll tell me, now playing on manuel reyes iphone now playing on angela johnson iphone so it'll tell you where the music Uh, is being played right so i said next time it kicks me off (laughs) kicks me off again i go ooh, let's find out it says now playing Hmm. on angela johnson's ipad my ipad is in my backpack on the bus so i'm like huh that's strange Play it again, right? By the time she finishes the shower, we're leaving the venue. And I'm like, hey, bye, everybody. Bye, ghost. See you next time. We get on the bus. <laughs> hey. I go to my backpack, pull out my iPad. It's dead.
2: <gasps> mm, Girl, it's dead. Battery just like that. Ghost. Oh, wait, I can't hear you guys. I'm just sure like you're saying ghost. something
1: really good to me, but I can't even hear you. Oh, my God. What just happened? Can you hear me? All good. We can
0: hear yeah. you. Can you hear us? Oh, oh no. That's, this is the, This is the ghost. He's coming back. He's dropping your line. What do you want to tell us, ghost?
2: <laughs> it is the ghost. It's the ghost. It is the Where's ghost. Where's your iPad? Where's your phone? Right now. Look at them.
0: <laughs> Where's your friend? Who's in the shower?
2: <laughs> I'm serious. Fanatics has been visited <laughs> by the ghost. Oh, my gosh. Hello. We oh, you're it. back. Okay. We're back. Okay. Be. Okay. Don't leave this moment, Angela. Be Sylvia Brown and tell us <laughs> what just happened. Uh channel channel
0: she's closing her eyes she's breathing I
1: have heard that the more you talk about spirits they come the more you give them attention and you give them energy because we're all energetic beings it's like you fuel the energy I've been told like if you get scary photos or videos sent to you not to keep them on your phone because that's energy so maybe me talking about it and like hyping it up like invited some, I don't know. Did it give you tingles, anything? (laughs) No, it it gave me anxiety because I couldn't hear you guys. And I was like, oh no, I'm messing up their podcast.
2: (laughs) No, no, this is the, that's like the (laughs) highlight. Okay, that was crazy. I don't even know what to say about it. I have so many questions. Why why do ghosts visit some people and not others? Uh Oh. I don't know because I feel like
1: Like, as much as, like, when I do my ghost stories, we do it every other Friday, and we do ghost stories live with Angela, and I have a bunch of people come on, and I'll interview different fans, and we go live, and it's fun, and people ask me all the time, like, do you experience things afterwards, because, like, you're inviting these things, and you're you're talking about them, and I don't, and I thank God that I don't, because I probably wouldn't do the show anymore but I don't feel anything afterwards. I don't see any, I don't get scared walking through the hall. I don't get scared at reflections. I don't get scared at anything like that. So I don't feel anything, but also I approach it in like a respectable way, which is what I've been taught as well is like, if you're going to ask questions and learn and be intrigued about this realm, that is fine, but do it with respect and not like, just have respect for it, you know. You respect me, I respect you. You know what I mean. So maybe it's because I I come with respect, and I'm just learning stories. I don't know. I would
2: never do a Ouija board. I would never do none of that stuff. No. They put a giant life size Ouija board up in Salem, Massachusetts this Halloween.
1: Are you kidding me? Like,
2: no. It was like the size. It was like almost an acre. Google it. It's crazy, and then, and I'm thinking that is like not a Ouija place or experience that I want to have in Salem. You're asking for trouble. Warm.
0: Oh,
1: I <laughs> want to Google scale? to see if any stories happen when that happened. Like what yeah. happened because
2: of it? And it was a pop up Ouija, which <laughs> makes it even more a little bit more exciting. <laughs> it's like a Bansky Ouija. <laughs> Wait, so what you're saying is that Ouija board's on
1: tour? Is that what you're saying? It's a pop up Ouija board. Like, where is its <laughs> next location?
2: <laughs> it was it was a Bansky Ouija Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you like, I don't want to say get off on ghost stories because that gives the wrong impression, but how much do you like love, love, love hearing about, experiencing, learning, everything about ghost stories? One to 10.
1: One to 10. I would say I'll give you a strong eight because Mm -hmm. I feel like when I venture into nine, 10, that might be inviting something in. (laughs) Like, so I'm going to say- Tell me with your
2: fingers. Is it really this? But you want to say this? (laughs) I'm
1: going to stay at a strong eight, but I will tell you every venue I go to, I always ask if it's haunted and I ask for the story. Like every venue that I'm in, I'm like, who's worked here the longest? I have some I have some questions I want to ask.
0: You're going to say eight, but we're going to say ten. Yeah. What? What? Because
2: we're
1: I'm
0: feeling 10. I'm, I'm walking away very <laughs> yeah, 10 but from David, this. David,
2: Let me ask this. So when yeah. you ask the stories at the venues, right, and yeah. you're and you're there, like, what are you fulfilling in yourself to hear about these past lives that are still lingering about? You know, how are you are you viewing yourself someday as maybe being a facilitator like the woman in Japan
1: no. with the tsunami? I no. don't want to have nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> Too risky. <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like my imagination, like since I was a kid, my imagination would roam. Still, even now, like sometimes when I go to the airport, I'm like wondering, where is everybody going? What are they doing? Like my imagination goes wild. So if I hear anytime I watch a movie that says based on a true story, I'm I want to know everything. I'm like googling, like who was the real person in blah 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 movie and whatever. So if I'm in a venue and they're like, yeah, there was a woman who fell off the balcony here, you know, back in 1942. Now I'm looking at the balcony differently. And I'm like, whoa, people were here in 1942 and, and she fell off. I wonder, like, what her family was like. Then my imagination goes, like, crazy. So when I, like, hear the stories, it, like does that to me, like I get like that, ooh, that's creepy, but also like, ooh, like real stories.
2: Wow. I don't know. I mean, I kind of do that when I'm walking in like very, you know, remote areas like hiking or something. I'm like, I wonder when the last person who stepped on this particular piece of ground was. Was it like a pioneer? Was it a Native American? Was it somebody like five minutes ago. I don't think so because I don't see any shoe prints. Mm-hmm. But isn't that fascinating? To, it's just I think you I think that part of it is the history aspect.
1: Oh, yeah. And we're all energetic beings. So it's like we're part of our ancestors. You know what I mean? Like I am part of my mom's blood and her DNA, like where she came from. She had me. I came from her. She came from her mom who came from her mom, her mom, her mom, her, 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 her And go back thousands of years And we're like all a part of each other. And like I could be carrying energy from my ancestors. You know what I mean? Like it's who knows? There's so much we don't know and understand. And I'm just starting to learn about because I come from the Christian background where all of this is no, no, honey. You do not play with no psychics. You do not be inviting no ghosts, no spirits. You do not that is witchcraft. That is whatever. like
0: Harry Potter, no th- All right,
1: uh, no sin. Oh, just sin, sinful, backsliding if you're watching Harry Potter. Like, you know what I mean? So I come from that world of like, there's a clear line of what is right and what is wrong, what is bad and what is good. And so I would never even like really ask questions to learn. And I feel like I'm at a place in my life where I'm like, I'm intrigued by this and I want to learn and I want to know what's what other people think.
2: Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that you used like cinema and horror movies or, you know, scary movies to sort of start the education process for yourself. And now you've moved as an adult more into like the research phase and like the digging deeper phase.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's like, and I've been told before, like when I would get super into it, people would be like, hey, you better be careful. And like, all the warnings, and then I would get scared and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't do that. And then it would, like, my interest would peak again and be like, oh, you're right. I probably shouldn't do that. And then now I'm like, you know what? Do you. I'm going to do me. Okay. I'm going to research. I'm going to look up stuff. I'm going to watch the movies. And if I get scared, I get scared. Like, if I got to deal with something, then Jesus, my bad. Forgive me. Can you get the demon out of my room? Thank you. Bye.
0: Angela, I we, we end every podcast asking uh, what's sort of the gateway drug into ghost stories? But I, I think I know the answer. It's It's basically listening to your new podcast, (laughs) Ghost Stories with Angela Johnson.
1: Yes. You're welcome, everyone. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Come and join us. And if you have a story to tell, please come join me and tell me because I want to hear about it. And I got lots of questions.
0: Angela, a pleasure. I don't want to have this conversation with you. But
2: I do. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Thank you, Angela. Thanks, Queen. You're awesome. Okay, you know what the hardest <laughs> honestly David, you know what the hardest part about that episode for me was is not asking 10 trillion questions for my own personal knowledge, you know, quest, I you guess. You really
0: you really got into it. Like I I got into it because I, this is my job and I'm supposed to get excited about people's things, but you know, it's scary for me Claire, but you were really into it like a like, you like this stuff. What's that about? This is scary stuff, Claire.
2: But, okay, this so is the heebie-jeebies. This, is, this is a good question for you. Why are you scared at a ghost or, like, the illusion of a ghost or the, the, you know, thought that they could be real? Why are, you know, I'm scared of things in real life. Like, I'm scared of, you know, somebody beating me up. I'm scared of getting in a car accident. But I'm not scared of ghosts, you know? Like, what's scary about a ghost? They stay
0: with you. They're there. You don't know where they're going to come. You don't know where they're going to go. If I if someone's going to beat me up, it's usually but that's
2: people too, right?
0: Just not knowing what happens with people. I feel like but I feel like I know if I see a big man coming down the street and he's burly, I'm like, I'm going to get clobbered. But if I don't, you don't know when a ghost is going to come. You don't you don't know they could they could fly up they could come from behind a window they could sneak into your dreams it's like like I'm just
2: <laughs> I know so many questions like I feel like we need to do a like a supplemental episode with her where she could just like educate us on all the orbs and spirits and demons uh, and, I need to do an anti
0: seance after this episode <laughs> whatever a cleansing that a sage
2: like. cleansing yes I a think sage. you could just like if if I'm correct from watching you know forensic files and stuff you can just Burn some sage around and you'll be fine.
0: Okay. Good to know. Good to know.
2: (laughs) It is good to know. The more you know.
0: The more you know. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you got a spooky and a scary and all the happy feelings that come with it. I kind of did. Claire definitely did. And if you want more of that, like we said, listen to Angela's new podcast, Ghost Stories with Angela Johnson, wherever you can find podcasts just like this fanatics episode.
2: All right. And before we sign off, guys, next week, we have another awesome fanatical guest, <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum, good friend of mine. He, You guys know him from inside of you, of course, and as the best Lex on Smallville, but he is not going to be talking about any of that. He is going to be talking about 80s horror movie posters. It's a great episode, and uh, you will find out just how immense his 80s horror movie poster collection is. See you next Thursday. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics.
0: Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and
2: me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Colin Baker. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry.
0: Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham.
2: And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Boy, that's a lot. Okay, David, let's do the uke song.
0: I actually forgot it today. I think I left it in the car. Who's making that? I'm looking at you and you're not playing. Uh, It's the ghost of Don Ho.